Dear Monsanto, Bear, and Pioneer, thank you so much for being in existence. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here today talking about this lovely subject or helping people learn how to garden. Today, GMOs on the Backyard Gardens Podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the Backyard Gardener, and Batavia, the Front Yard Gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. I am so ready to talk about this. If, are you? If there is a subject that is ripe for rants... It is this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I will say that. I'm gonna actually, Are you well versed in the to the world of genetically modified organisms? I'm going to light a candle for us. Um, oh Lord. I mean, well versed as in if I was on Jeopardy or something, I'd probably get to like yeah. the four hundred dollar mark. Um, you know, was it two hundred, four hundred, maybe six hundred? I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, win the big like money. Yeah. No. How but, would you I describe mean, yourself guess, as far as being um, knowledgeable? I can GMOs? hold my own. Mm-hmm. I can hold my own because this is literally the reason why everything started. Mm. So, and everything being for me, okay. Gardening, like mm-hmm. not, not not gardening per se, but really getting into gardening, mm-hmm. and then everything that everybody watches, sees, and hears. This is why I do it because. Mm-hmm. It's so important and there is a broad lack of knowledge about the subject out there. Mm -hmm. So I've seen a lot of things online that's just like, really, you guys just don't know. You don't get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's, you know, it needs to be explained. And a lot of it is when it comes to buying our seeds. So, Mm yeah. Yeah. All right. It's well, I mean, yeah, I, I think it kind of depends on who you are to determine whether or not it's it's nerve wracking. But, you know, <laughs> when you're built yeah. like Ben Gardner and, you know, you view the world in the way that you do. I get it. You view yeah. the world. Now, you don't know how I view the world completely, <laughs> just partially. I yeah, mean, that, uh, that, that, that is very loaded. But, you know, that's what I'm yeah. here for. Yeah. So, all right, so let's, do you, let's um, dig in. Go ahead. Do you know what a GMO is, like the correct official definition? I know the name of the genetically modified organism. Um, and I know right. that mad scientists sit in labs and create um, monster plants. And that's the reason why everyone rages against them. So, yeah. Well, the official um, definition is it's a genetically modified organism is a plant animal or microorganism or any other organism whose genetic makeup has been modified in a laboratory using genetic engineering or transgenetic technology so this will create a combinations of plants animal bacterial and virus genes that do not occur in nature or through traditional crossbreeding methods. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So it's very important to start off with that because mm-hmm. that last three or four words is clutch. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know if now, you heard that, but yeah. No, what was that? Drag racing on my block, I guess. Sweet. No. Who won? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whoever does get, you know, hit, hit when the uh, the real traffic comes. <laughs> this is a side street, so they're headed onto a big street. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, so the idea of what doesn't occur naturally, right? Um, yes. And I'm going to put a pin in that part for my follow-up regarding um, confusion or regarding hybrids. So we'll get to that. Yes. Um, but it definitely is connected to the point of what doesn't occur naturally. Um, so why do you yes. think that there is so much like anger around GMO? Well, the first question needs to be asked is, do you think that they're good or bad? No, the first question we're asking is the one that I I asked. But that's the question that needs to be answered first. So it's different for everybody. Some people do not care. I think it's even a question before that then. We're just going to pose a bunch of questions. The question before that is (laughs) the need for them. Right. You know, is this really needed in society? And as far as I understand, you'll tell me if I'm wrong, I'm sure um, the the government explanation (laughs) is around kind of trying to meet the need when it comes to producing food. Right. Is that true? Is that the way you view it? Well, it's not it has nothing to do with the government. The government didn't create. Well, Let's take our tinfoil hats off off completely yeah. for this By conversation. That I meant the F- I meant FDA's explanation that. as to why. Yeah, I meant FDA's explanation it. as to why they. Yeah, that's where I was going when I said the government. Yeah, I figured that. Um, you know, I don't really know because, and it's it's a curious question to ask, and you know, it it leads into something that it's important that everybody knows, as well as you know. What can you get that's GMO? You know what I mean? Because that really leads you to... And then once you answer that, you can really start to understand like, okay, there are certain things that I can and can't that, you know, that may be very important and may not be very important, Mm -hmm. right? So the official list as of right now in 2021 is corn, soybean, cotton, potato, papaya, summer squash, canola, alfalfa, apple, sugar beets. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those are the official ones. Okay. So if you think about all of that, like, are those foods important to feed everybody? Mm -hmm. That's the question. So corn goes in everything. Yeah. You know, corn and soybean is in every single packaged food you'll ever eat. So, yeah, it's important, but is it needed? That's the real question, you know, and you have to go down a bunch of rabbit holes, do a bunch of research and stuff like that. But the amount of crop that's wasted every year makes you wonder, like, is it really important? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Is it really? Is it needed or is it is it about quick access? And see, that's the thing, too. So it's like, you know, if you look at the corn, the corn has BT in it, which basically it prevents certain pests from biting. It basically has the insecticide built in to the seed to kill Mm -hmm. the the, um, pests. So but, you know, that's fed directly to your livestock. Right. But then you go down to apples. Right. 
Do you know why apples are GMO? This I don't. is one of the newest ones. No, I don't. So they don't turn yellow when you cut them. Mm. You know, interestingly, I was um, watching another. Well, hold on. Just think about that for a second. Yeah, hold I'm going to comment. Who let gives me- a shit? Well, let me let me comment. So I was thinking about that yeah. um, because there is another gardener um, that's on YouTube that was commenting in a rage, really, regarding pears that mm-hmm. she um, cut up for some dish she was making, and she, you know, kind of pushed one to the back of you know her counter and forgot about it, didn't realize it was there. Came there the next day, and it was completely intact, hadn't changed. So the question was, what are they doing to our food? I mean, and there, it's it's, right. it's aesthetic, right? You know, which also kind of feeds into the question around, do we need it just sooner? It's is this about pleasing the people? You know, so the same idea. And I'm going to pull this back around, but same idea when it comes to you've heard of companies that sell ugly produce, you know, because we don't want an ugly apple. We don't want, you know, an ugly banana. We want things well, to look Misfit pristine Market. in the grocery stores. Like I'm going to give them a shout out. Misfit Market's one of them. That's mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. one of the bigger ones, yeah. you know, and they mm-hmm. are expanding fast, but they completely sell that stuff yeah imperfect so. produce is one that i've actually ordered from over the years um oh have you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not that ugly but anyway uh so so if that is an explanation you know why right? it's not ugly because all of our produce that we grow look like that <laughs> <laughs> good point good point good point um but so if but, we the question was still the, is it needed i don't know that you and i can you know, kind of answer for the people, you know, um, because it's here. Yeah, you can't answer right? for everybody. And it is here. And, you know, I'll tell you what set me off on all this is last year, there's a place, I think it's, um, don't quote me on the name, um, like Miami Fruit or Food or something like that. It's a company in Miami, a farm or something, mm-hmm. and they grow these wild looking fruits. Mm-hmm. Wild. Had like... 20, 30,000 likes, right? And I don't remember what it was, but I remember looking, I'm like, damn, this thing's crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, I went down to the comments. Out of a thousand comments, I guarantee you 950 of them were GMO, 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 GMO all the way down, just GMO. And it was like, no, that's not GMO. Mm-hmm. That's what your food looked like before anybody got a hold of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're so trained to think of something that way that they're like, well, what the hell? And I mean, it was just some like, you know, it was some kind of fruit that either we don't grow here Mm -hmm. and they had, they were able to, because, you know, if you go to other parts of the world, some of the fruits you mean, yeah. In the U.S., yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, but everybody was screaming GMO, GMO. Mm -hmm. And I went on there and I was like, oh, I was like, no, I've had enough. Yeah. So I start commenting to give this whole long thing. You know, I got on my high horse like a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, this isn't GMO, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, is everybody's so concerned about looking at something and being like, well, that's GMO. And they don't understand what that means. So you can't look at something and say. I don't know. I mean, I think the reaction to this doesn't look normal. What are they the infamous they doing, right? Oh, that can't be natural, right. right? And so I do think that your take on, you know, um, the reason why people are thinking that it was GMO is is spot on. Um, but I think that in once we get to the actual seed part, I think that when you talk about marketing, it's a whole other thing, right? You know, so I'm not looking at right. seeds and saying, these look like, 
could these be no the package is is pointing me to that which is pointing to me to a thing i should be concerned about which again this is a part of our conversation but well perfect way to steer it batavia mm-hmm. let's talk about you. seeds that's me, me yeah look at you <laughs> choo choo <laughs> so can you buy genetically modified seeds to put in your garden as a home gardener no no, no. you cannot right so you so dear buy ben, genetically modified seeds why would when i go to a seed rack in any home improvement store why would i see a package that says non-gmo why oh dear marketing. one so marketing you can but now hold on there's a caveat to all of this mm-hmm. if you buy seeds now that we know that you cannot buy a genetically modified seed. If we buy seeds, can we support the companies in which that per- make genetically modified seeds? Ooh, that's a good one. And by you cannot buy the, the ants- meaning. Go, go ahead. Yeah. You got me excited. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. What's the Clarify. question again? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So the, the idea of you cannot buy them, meaning though they're not being sold at the level that gets to home gardeners, right? So farmers are the ones that are going to have your genetically modified seeds for, you know, corn as an example. Even if I'm an urban farmer, I'm just not rolling in somewhere and saying, all right, sign me up for some of those GMO seeds. That's not how it works. Right. Um, right. And it doesn't mean that it won't get there someday, but we're probably a number of days away from that. So that's the the clarification. Right. What was your well, question? and so the the question was, if you buy, if I go into the store or go online, whatever, and mm-hmm. I buy seeds to put in my garden, mm-hmm. am I supporting a company that makes genetically modified seeds? No. And they, another no. Yes, you are. So I don't think. Yes, well, tell you me, are. tell you me can. why I am. Because some of the companies that sell seeds are, in fact, owned by the companies that make the genetically modified well, seeds. That's, that's with everything, though. So we well, were talking about if you non- want to get on your high horse and I'm preach about it to everybody, horse. then you need to know. No, not you. I'm telling uh. people in general. <laughs> then we all need to know, yeah. like, there's a way to support these. It's just like with everything, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, luckily, there's not a lot of companies like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. Yeah. But it is hard to find that information. But that's not. You're really you're really trying to pull me out of the the uh, the hole. I'm telling you. So, uh, but not directly connected to a package that says non-GMO. So packages that say non-GMO are exactly in my mind. And when I say it in that way, in that slow draw, that means don't question me on this. So in my mind, it's the same way that you have food packages on the shelves that say natural. Or, you know, or naturally made, you know, think about peanut butter, natural, right? It's absolutely marketing, as you mentioned earlier on. And it, it does kind of get in my crawl a bit um, because it is it's pouncing on something that has become controversial, controversial. And it is trying yeah. to draw in a buyer, right? That may be very well misinformed. Do I buy packages that say non-GMO? Yeah, I do. Do I buy them because it says non-GMO? No, because I've learned that that package couldn't have GMO, you know, genetically modified organisms as a part of the seed production. It won't happen today. Tomorrow is not promised, though. But see, and then the question is, do you even need to buy organic seeds? So this is where you and I diverge. So I don't think you have to, but I do think there's a difference similar to 
meaning there's a difference in con- conventional food that you purchase and organic food. The difference in the seeds isn't as um, overt, um, but I think this ties back into the ways you can support companies. Um, so I lean towards organic seeds from organic companies, organic certified companies. Um, my guess is that if it's on the package, they've been certified. Um, do I need to know, can I still produce food without that label? Absolutely. Your question. So what is the point in buying an organic seed though? So as a part of organic seeds, those farms or where those uh, sellers get those seeds from, use organic practices and it's a way to continue to support that industry if you will i'm using that loosely um so, so let's are, break that down even farther oh, does I had that affect your seed it, quality oh you did go ahead go ahead no 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 it's a good segue does it affect the seed quality right if it's not organic or not no i don't think it does you right. know, as a non-expert, no, it does not. Um, it's not a better seed than the one that has the than the non-GMO labeled but not organic label seed, right? Yeah, I mean that's the crazy part though is like it's ingrained in our minds though through marketing mm-hmm. that if it's organic, it's automatically better, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? It's just yeah. and really what it is is it's organic, but it's organic with a cost because you had to pay, you have to pay for that label. You, you have to pay yeah, for the right to you have use to that pay label. For it. Um, and, and it shows in the price of the seeds, right? Yeah, um, it does. And the thing is, though, is it for the seed, like whatever the seed was grown like before, doesn't matter once you get it. It's the way you grow it. Now, I, I'm, I'm not, not saying I'm, don't I'm not buy organic say that blanketly. seeds. Yeah, I'm not going to say that blanketly. But hey, here's a trick buy organic seeds and then spray a bunch of pesticides on it. You've defeated the purpose of you buying the organic seed. If you're buying it thinking you're going to have a healthier crop, right? Um, another and version and of people do that. Absolutely. Another version somebody of somebody who does that. And it's because you get to the point in some cases where it's like, well, shit, you know, <laughs> this thing is under attack. What do I do? Right. Um, but the other point I want to make, and this is, I think it's still, I've studied this a little bit. I think it's still a bit of controversy around it as well. Um, organic doesn't mean no chemicals. Like that's the connection we make to it. Like there's, there's nothing that's, it's completely from nature. They planted the seed, they watched it grow. It went to seed and then here are the seeds in my package. Um, or the same thing with organic fruit that you may buy or vegetables and so on. Um, their organic practices is the way that I describe them. Um, and there may be air quote natural, right. Uh, methods to prevent, insects and you know to manage weeds and things there's an argument that's being made on the interweb around um those natural um remedies that we're using to and the we being you know um the seed creators that we're using to combat whatever you come across when it comes to growing these vegetables and fruits and things and are they using more of it because it's not as effective right so am i now consuming Am I now getting seeds from a plant that was air quote sprayed more than it would have been if it was conventional, right? And I'm not here to make that argument saying, okay, well, that is kind of bad. Um, I'm just here to say that that's another point of notice that that could be the case too. So you're not getting what you'd expect. Like, again, 
the seed came down and, and God did its thing and nature did its thing. And here, here it is. That's not how it works. You know? Right. Yeah. It's tough because it's like, and I mean, you can go as deep as you want mm. and you can say, well, I'm just going to eat only natural food that has never been sprayed with anything. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it was organic or not. And, you know, I mean, it's like I spray things on my crop. Mm-hmm. They're organic. Mm-hmm. But if I had something, you know, especially if I had like a fruit tree that was really old and it was going, I put a chemical on it fast yeah. to re- reverse something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, but the thing is, is when you get that label and you pay for it, like it's confusing because then like you go to a farmer's market and you don't have an organic label. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is, you know, it is organic. You know what I mean? Not it's always. probably more so. Generally I mean. speaking, like I was at a farm yesterday and we were talking about it. And he was like, you know, we don't have the organic label, mm-hmm. but everything here, we do all organic practices. They just can't yeah, afford it. Because of the it. steps that you, you would know? have and to go through for the certification, I'm sure. Right. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the costs mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. same thing when it comes to livestock. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the big mm-hmm. argument behind being organic for livestock is if the, <clears throat> you know, so like this morning. Kelly goes out and there's a hawk under the chicken coop and has got one of the chickens and scratches it, right? Bring it inside, clean it, you know, treat the wound and put it outside. If you're an organic farm, you can't treat that wound. And then that animal gets sick mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it'll get infected and pussy Mm -hmm. and there's not so much you can do to treat it. Mm -hmm. Well, is that really the way to go? Yeah. I can't remember which... Just to keep your organic label... I can't remember which documentary I saw it on, but it was a um, questions around kind of the lengths that you need to go through to um, remain organic certified as an organic grower. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's one hand where you kind of have you have to have some kind of rule or guideline. Right. And I don't know enough about it to know if it's too stringent or not. The thing that I think we're trying to get to is um your why let's make sure that you understand some of the key elements as far as you know making your decision on your why you're going to buy this or you're going to buy that um right and i don't i um lean towards organic seeds and in my mind right wrong or indifferent it's i'm starting with a base right and then i get to choose what i want to do with it right because the seed price that i pay as a consumer is minuscule when it comes to the comparison from buying organic or not Right. You know, so and when I say, you know, we we all know that a package of seeds that's priced two ninety nine versus a package of seeds that's priced three twenty nine. It's just not a 30 cents or 31 cents difference. Right. In some cases, it could be less seeds. But either way, um, I'm comfortable paying, you know, a little more Um, paying. You pay more for the organic produce in the grocery store, kind of cucumber for cucumber than you ever would a seed package. Right. Um, I just, I, it's, it's, it's going to get worse too, because as we've seen the increase in, um, you know, gardeners, right. People that are growing food, right. uh, it's going to trickle into an increase in people that, you know, are trying the farm life and, GMO is absolutely a buzzword, right? Or acronym. Um, And it's, you said something like, it's difficult to find companies that may sell seeds, but also support and sell GMO seeds to farmers. Like that information is hard to find. It's not, it's not uh, 
unintentional, which again, we're not going to go down the rabbit hole. It's not unintentional, but it makes it more difficult to continue to be informed about these kinds of things. Um, so, and, right. and to be quite frank, there are just some people that don't want to dig into that. You know, um, I was going to comment on, I do, there's some things, you know, you've heard of the dirty dozen. There's some things that I really try to buy organically when it comes to food. And there are other things that, um, that I buy that are conventional. You know, I, in my mind, um, if I'm buying from a farmer's market, whether they're farming using organic uh, practices or not, I feel like the support that I'm giving to the farmer's market kind of balances things out in my mind when it comes to, okay, I, I'll buy something conventional from the grocery store anyway, you know, so I don't right. go there drilling. For me, I don't go there drilling the, you know, the sellers or anything like that. If you do, it's your prerogative, but that's not my thing. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I think that well, I mean, the more people we have out here, the more and for more posts you're going to have like that. And then, you know, 99 out of 100 comments are going to be it's gmo i don't know how much we can do to stop that well and i mean you can't do anything to stop that but what you can do is you can educate yourself Mm -hmm. and you can educate people Mm -hmm. and you can explain to them that this is how it works and you know even a hybrid is not gmo Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there's a difference in crossbreeding, which people have done all the time and a lot of your favorite vegetables that you grow Mm -hmm. in your garden be it Batavia, Ben, or, you know, Joe Schmo down the road, a lot of it's been crossbred. Most of it has been crossbred. It's not the original. You know, I've told you before, like the original ears of corn back in the day looked like old Snaggletooth Billy Bob down the street. <laughs> and it has been crossbred into what we have now to have nice uniform kernels going mm-hmm. all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I think nature kind of crossbreeds to an extent on its own as yeah. well. Yeah. I so, mean, without calling it hybrid. Important. The idea of cross pollination yeah. happens in nature, right? Obviously, my right. Um, delicious mango melon last year, like the that was not created, like it was. It's a hybrid, right? Right. And it was delicious, mind you. Um, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I think that I'm fine with anyone getting on a high horse if there's truth in the message, you know. So right. you could, with what you understand, say. And I am anti-organic seeds and I don't, I believe it's a waste of money. I believe they're taking advantage of yours. You could say that. I disagree with you, but I, I'm comfortable with you saying it because you understand what's behind the practices of, you know, organic seed producers and such. And you just say that ain't me. Right. And I don't think it should be for the people. Right. Um, or you can go the flip of it. I think either way, um, it comes from a place of understanding, And I think that's a part of the reason why we wanted to do this episode was there's, I mean, we don't know it all, but I think we know enough to be, as I like to say, dangerous, right? Yeah. I mean, you're definitely, definitely enough to be dangerous (laughs) to be, I mean, it's intense, you know what I mean? And when I saw that post that time, it was just, it was heartbreaking because the level of people that just didn't understand and a lot of them had like Gardner in their in their screen names mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. So you know, you could tell that they grew, and it's just like, man, there's so much more to this that you need to understand. And it's like, just because it looks different, 
it's not you mm-hmm. know like heirloom mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of huge companies that sell heirloom and a lot of their vegetables look odd mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a lot of vegetables look odd you know i mean we're used to seeing like the perfect red tomato yeah right and then you go and you see a cherokee purple tomato and you're like what the hell is that yeah. thing yeah you know what i mean it's like a purple tomato yeah. And so these are the things that, like, as we learn about them, the heirlooms are the ones that are really odd looking, and that's just how they are, and they're not genetically mm-hmm. modified mm-hmm. at all. So, and I mean, you know, it's like you you, you like um, what are the tomatoes that you like? Uh, the uh, I the green zebra. What else? The odd ones, uh, cherry tomatoes. I no, did a brandywine no, tomato. No, just in general. Oh. Don't you grow like early girls? Oh, yeah, yeah. I do early girls. Yeah. And better boy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Not religiously, but I do. I do stand by uh, early girls, which is a hybrid. Yeah. You know, it is a hybrid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know what else it is? What else is it? It's a hybrid who is owned by Simonis or Monsanto. Oh, damn it. Damn you. See what I'm saying? Mm hmm. But see, so this is the thing, though. This is. No, well, hold on. This is the thing. This is where they get that specific seed from them, but then that's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the question is, if I buy from this company and I don't buy that seed, mm-hmm. am I supporting Monsanto? Right? You are. And but and for the record, it's not Monsanto anymore. They changed their name to Bear. Of course they did. Um, and like the and aspirin, the, and which the, is a sign of somebody with some fuckery going on because they're trying to hide. So, <laughs> Yeah, but I think that it has to go down to how important is it to you, right? I think that yeah. that's, that's your core question in the back of your mind um, because the list, and it, just because the list would be long of people that you wouldn't be buying for or doing business for, it doesn't mean that it's, you shouldn't, you should continue to work with them, you know, because the list is long and, and now it's difficult to find things that, it goes back to how important is it? So if it's really important to right. you, yeah, do some tinkering around on the interweb. You, I mean, you can find what you're looking for when it comes to that. I was talking because I could tell you were searching something. I imagine it was just what you pulled up. Um, and like the information. You no, know, I sent myself I sent myself a website and I sent myself the wrong website. Yeah. I was trying to find the right website. Yeah, yeah. I, I did that literally when I was pulling my phone back up. I did the exact same thing. Like I sent myself a list and I'm like, I can't read this list. It wants me to log into oh, my Apple. Like, Come on, who knows that password? Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think I wanted to go back though to let, let's get a, a little bit more philosophical. Okay. So please. when it comes to the at the onset of the conversation we talked about like the GMO and people seeing this thing that doesn't look um, natural to them and they you know think immediately it's GMO and whether or not GMO um, you know foods and things are good or bad um, right I hate when you do this to me so I'm not going to do it to you but I'm going to pose the question like why do you think um, people have fear around GMO so I'm going to answer the question Um for me, I believe it is the unknown. I've heard people say, you don't know, we don't know what that's going to do to us, right? We lean yeah. a lot on history. We lean a lot on, it's been this way for a period of time. These things have looked this way. You know, we used to, um, there's this place near me that um, 
did like, you know, kind of fish and chicken and ribs, like a, a barbecue shack. And they, this right. is 20 years ago, th- 25 years ago, they used to have the biggest chicken wings, right? Like, you know, like a forearm. And the question back then was, how in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, how in the hell? What are they doing, right, to our food yeah. where it looks that way? And so... um I think it's a very natural reaction, right, wrong, or indifferent. Like, I don't know. And so then I either fear it and I act in that way or I demonize it, right? And I'm not pro-GMO. Don't get it twisted, right? Um, But I think my point is, like, something like... Sounds like like you are. No. Something like GMO can definitely catch steam when it comes to the anti piece of it um, because of that. Right. And I think there's also this whole layer of because when I first led in with the government and good call out, Sam, let's pull that back a bit. But when I first led in with that, it's like the idea of what are they, the infamous they doing that we don't understand. Right. Um, Right. So, I mean, I think that it, it comes from a true place. Um, I think there's just a tinge of people that want to get on a high horse and talk about something and, and, feel like and and put out to the universe that they know a thing i think there's a tinge of that in that same post that you were talking about when it came to the you know that weird looking fruit um but that's with everything you know um whether yeah, they know or I not mean, it's you know and the thing is it is the unknown and the other part of it is it's like you go and you search it out and then you have places just telling you bullshit mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, incorrect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and they're fantastic fantasticizing it and making it horrible and and i mean don't get me wrong i don't support it at all Mm -hmm. i don't think it's right i think it's doing a lot of bad things you know i know to briefly go over everything that you can look up and read about in other places you know there's farmers that and that are getting sick from them but but they're not in this country. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's kind of suspicious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about that. You know what I mean? But then you have like the bees dying and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. you have, you know, you have other insects that are feeding off these fields that have all this stuff built into the seed that the plant's just emitting. Then you're consuming it. You know, you have, you know, and it's like, it sucks the water out of the ground mm-hmm. and it, it robs yeah. it of nutrients. And it's just this vicious cycle. Yeah. And it's not, new enough to understand Mm -hmm. you know that's a big issue is it's been or it's not old enough it's been it hasn't been out for you know a super long time so we don't really know what it does because everything is consumed over time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know my stance on is do do i believe that if i eat something genetically modified today that i'm just gonna get cancer and die no i do not believe that i believe that if i eat genetically modified stuff constantly over time it will cause an issue of Mm. some sort Mm -hmm. but then that leads into the whole nutrition aspect because a lot of the stuff that the genetically modified stuff then you shouldn't be eating a lot of anyways you know it's like when they say you go to the grocery store you need to walk on you need to do like what was it 80% of your shopping on the outside Mm -hmm. and that's the truth because once you go in the middle you're just getting bullshit yeah so say that again generally speaking you know you shop on the outside of the grocery store because that's generally where fresh things are and vegetables are versus processed things yeah thank you versus uh processed things that are in the aisles if you will um and you know i eat processed food um yeah 
I also... I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. I'll eat the shit out of a Cheeto. <laughs> Let me just get through the bag and then I'll think about what could have been in there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But I think that I think the the fear is generally deserving. Um, I think that um, there is a response to the get it out now, get it out now. I didn't look into like how long had, you know, the GMO process or practices been studied before it was released and approved and, you know, can be used. I didn't look into that. Have you done any research on that? I have. Like we're saying I it's new, but the... new as in how old, you know? It's not as old as it, as, um, it's younger than us. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe it was in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. Wait, that it was so, approved or they, that it was... I think it all kind of happened at once. Mm, okay. So, and you know, this opens up discussions of other things that the show is not really set up for, but lobbyists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that really push the agendas of this stuff mm-hmm. through that, in my opinion, control the government. Mm-hmm. You know, money rules everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, those things kind of can get pushed through and it's, you know, it's been proven that that kind of happened with this, but there's so many people that are eating it. I mean, it's kind of like we're doing a mass study now, but now we just can't narrow it down because it's not like you're eating genetically modified ear of corn. You're eating a genetically modified corn that has sugar, salt. And everything not so nice in it mixed with mm-hmm, soybean mm-hmm. that's, you know, so it's like it's all of this other stuff. Yeah, so it's the worst gumbo you tricky, have. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you look up, so like if you go to look up what seed companies are not GMO, you get a list of five seed companies, which is horseshit. OK, those are people that are paid to tell you about those certain companies or they're just the companies they like. That is not a comprehensive list. There is a huge list of companies that you can buy from that include and are not limited to, I got to find the list. It's an old graphic, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, it's um, high mowing seeds, bountiful gardens, botanical interests, Kinsha garden, Livingston seeds, you know, um, heirloom seeds, Baker Creek, uh, San Diego Seed Company, Grow Organic, Southern Exposure Seed Exchange, Sow the Seed, Tomato Fest, uh, Territorial. There's a lot of seed companies I've never even heard yeah. of I, that for are those, on here. I, I've know. heard about a half of them and about a third of the ones I've heard of. I know them to also be um, certified organic sellers. Right. You know, so. <clears throat> and so, and I mean, that's if that's what they want to do, that's fine. But there's, you know, and the list goes on and mm-hmm. on. There's like 50 or so that you can look at. But so when you go to look it up, you're like, well, I didn't see anything. You know, I only saw these three or four companies. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, like like San Diego Seed Company is definitely not GMO, mm-hmm. but they're a new company in the game. Yeah. So they're not there to have these lists come out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it's tricky. So it's like didn't you list them just you now, can go though? by. Didn't you list them on that? Didn't you read yeah, them on that? Yeah, because I added it in. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I added it in because, well, it's not fair to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not fair because you're a new company that nobody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. That, you know, because you go on these lists and you see, 
you know, again, it's just so few. And I was like, really? That's all I could buy? Like, yeah. I, that would make me panic if I didn't know any better. Yeah, there's like a whole GMO pledge that um, that seed companies can take, um, which, you know, yeah. when I was looking to this, it's kind of like, but you're selling to me and you can't sell me GMO seeds anyway, but it goes back to your point of the, the origins of their company, like, you know, their sister company, like, you know, in all cases, they don't have sister companies, but it's the, what do we talk about? The early girl tomatoes, right? So a company also note, remember you said that this is a couple of episodes ago, you were talking about every company you buy seeds from, they're not the company that they're not always the company that produces the seed, right? You know, so right. early girl seeds can be bought at a number of different places, but you're, you're, when you talk about who owns the company that, you know, which what was the company name? The own uh, Monsanto yeah. or now yeah. Bear, um, which is Seminus, which is Monsanto, which is Bear. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, I think it's totally a rabbit hole. I do think, though, it's worth a little bit of searching. And I think that there's so many companies out there where you do have your pick. Right. Um, so I, I had a post where I um, I was sharing. I think we're in February for this episode. Um, I had a post where I was sharing um, my seat setup. And when I say seat setup, like, you know, my little packages I have and where I store them and all. And I'm doing some indoor growing. And I was trying to be careful with my language when I you know showed the seeds to say, I'm not starting these for outside based on the time of year it is like, don't it's, it's too early. It's too early for me. Right. Um, but I posted it and uh, one of the early comments was, where do you get your seeds from? And it's kind of like with great responsibility, I give you the list of companies that I buy seeds from, you know, uh, because right. again, it's the, for some people they don't care, you know, for others, they do care. Um, do I feel like I need to do a dissertation? Nope. You know, um, but no. it, it's, it's, there are a number of companies, I guess is the point. So I think I probably listed six that were even in the picture alone. And those are just seed packets I can yeah. hold in my hand. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not loyal to any seed company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and for the record, Burpee was accused of being owned by Santo Monsanto. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually came out and they were like, no, we are not. Mm-hmm. And that's still you know, lingering. Bought, that's still lingering. And they, well, they have bought seeds from them. Mm, there it is. Which are the early, early girls, girls, the better boys mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because, you know, they've done business with them in the past before they got into all this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, and that's their decision. Yeah. Would I buy a burpee seed? Hell yeah. Probably. You know, uh-huh. if I needed a seed, I'd buy a seed. And uh, And so why are they accused, though? Probably because they're in every store, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? They're big well, boys. Why are they in yeah. every store? Because they've been in business for 138 years. <laughs> Stop yelling you know, at that's, me! You get to be, you get to be in every store when you've been yeah, in business yeah. for 138 yeah. years. You're the OG. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. But I wanted to bring up something you said: the Safe Seed Pledge, and it was created in 1999. Mm-hmm. So that was right when all this came up, and so. You know, we can sit here and bash like, you know, and so we've talked about now that you cannot buy the seeds, this, that, and the other, but you have to think in 1999, nobody knew that a gardener could not buy those mm-hmm, seeds. Mm-hmm. 
So that's why that safe seed pledge came about. And it's still current because you don't want to be the seed company that's no longer (laughs) current in their pledge, right? Have you paid your dues? Um, So yeah, it definitely feeds on itself. But I also will point out that in my mind, the list that you, you gave us for these are, you know, genetically modified or GMO foods, right? You gave us a list. That list didn't have as many items on it 15 years ago, right? So I said that to say- It's gained a couple, but at the same time, like, you know, it's certain things. Okay, and so here's here's a question, Mm -hmm. okay? If, you know, we have, do you like bananas? I do. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know there's a disease attacking the bananas that are wiping them out right now, No, I didn't. Yeah, so it will be a matter of time. I don't know how long it's going to be, mm-hmm. okay? But there is a disease, and it will wipe out the banana as we know it. Mm. There will be no more banana. It will be a different kind of banana, possibly, but there will not be no banana as we know it, mm-hmm. eventually. So that being said, if they came out and said, well, we have a seed that will eliminate that disease, and we'll be able to continue having bananas, would you support that? I think so, yes. So you would support eating that genetically modified seed I think because so. it had that in there. Oh damn, is that a trick others? question? I don't Yes. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so uh, um convenience, right? So the idea of I can buy things that it, that you know don't have GMO roots and so that means I'm outraged by not a direct line, but I can be outraged by things that have GMO roots. Get it? Roots. Um, if there yep. comes a time, I get it. yeah. If there comes a time where that thing isn't available, I don't have that alternative. I am curious how many true yes we'll get. Um, I'm selfishly saying I could live without bananas. You know, <laughs> like um, so. It, there's I'm eating a bunch of oranges now. Um, well, insert any yeah, I vegetable get you. I get you. your favorite potatoes, potatoes, no more potatoes ever again. Would you support that being genetically modified? I don't think I could in my lifetime because it's the, See? I think the idea is, all right, let's say the potato is on its way to being extinct, which is just rude to even bring up as an example. Um, if it's on its way to be, ex- but I knew it would hit close to home. Yeah, I know. Um, there are moments when I eat potatoes and I just think like, I just don't understand why it's so good. Um, anyway, it's on its way. And so now the scientists are in the lab in true form and, or the researchers I'd probably say to start with. And the starting point is now that means in my lifetime, they would likely have these, this new crop of potatoes, but it goes back to the, how many decades have they really studied and how many decades have we seen the potential impacts? And I still think that as I turned 70, that new, version of potatoes may still be too new. I don't know, though. I mean, you insert something like a famine, you know, then you also, let's, I mean, this is where it gets sticky. You insert the the discussion around options for food. So we're speaking from chairs and places where we can choose. Not, I mean, not even talking about like the, where we buy seeds, but where we get food from. Um, so right. I think that we have to also be conscious of um, there are many, many people that, you know, the money that I need to spend on the outside of the grocery store 
which is a whole different podcast episode. But the money I need to spend on the outside of the grocery store is money I don't have to spend. I was thinking about this when we were talking about um, healthy living and the potato again. And I was thinking about, and I'm sure this is these are many stories of people today, but you know, there was a time where a potato was a prime bit of food because of how much it stretched, you know, how much you can get out of it. Same story with the rice, mm-hmm. same story with beans. Um, so I think that, The also unfortunate part is those are the foods that are first put up when it comes to the let's add this one to the list. The ones that the majority of people consume going back to GMO and kind of the products that we have that, you know, have GMO associated with it are the ones that are the cheapest are the ones that. um, Well, so the F. Go ahead. No, you're in full interruption. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) thanks for giving me a chance to take a breath to Uh about minute 40 you need to go to about minute 47 and watch the red come into batavia's eyes when i said that i got scared i literally got scared but what i was these you know the reason why they're commonly eaten foods is and so the fda says for the potatoes, they're genetically modified so they don't yellow because even though it doesn't mm-hmm. a- affect the quality of food when they're yellow, people would throw them away so that people were mistakenly throwing away what they thought were spoiled. Okay. Potatoes or apples? Like, really? Wait, wait. Potatoes. Which vegetable? Okay. And the same for apples. Mm-hmm. So that was the thing with those. You know, and then you have other stuff like the papaya, right, is a Hawaiian mm-hmm. papaya that had a ring spot disease and it nearly wiped it off, wiped mm-hmm. it out. So it brought it back, you know. But if you think about it, like the other ones are like, so the farmers don't have to weed. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You know what I mean? So you don't have to weed. You know what I'm saying? Or you, mm-hmm. so you don't have to mm-hmm. spray for weeds or something like and you, you are you ready to get mad at me? No, okay. This is not necessarily what I believe, but this is what I think should be thought about is because as a human race, we have become a, so accustomed to getting easy food and not producing our own food that has put such a burden that they have to introduce chemicals into our food and be bred that way. I missed some of that. Say again. Is that bad? Wait, say again. Breaking because all kinds of rules. Because we are so rules. dependent on the food system. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we're so dependent on the food system and we don't produce our own food that we need to consume it in a larger quant- quantity that the farmers cannot keep up with it. So they had to introduce these genetically modified organisms into our lives and to affect us in ways that we probably will not, we do not, and will not ever know. So I'm so not upset about all, that. I'm not upset about that because that was not. the, yeah, that's the crux of my question originally around the, you know, why was it needed? And, um, and this is probably the place I, I researched the least. I, my feeling though was connected to again, meeting demand. And that part 
does it does get in my my crawl like this it, it a little bit it doesn't make me mad but it's just like the um you know and i'm 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 guilty of this just the volume of things we need like the wastefulness right um and, and this isn't even yeah. a podcast episode we i'm not going to get into that because uh, you know, it's not the good Why? version of emotional, emotional Batavia, um, because it's there's such a mixture of I'm not going to get into it, but let me sit back and tell you more. Uh, it's that mixture of the have and the have nots. You know, it's the mixture of the haves having so much. And it's the we're so far removed from like the full society, like we're not in a famine right now. Right. But as we record this, we know that there are so many Americans. Americans, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, you know, whether it was this February or last February or the February before that, that go without. And so when you think about, oh, there's so much food that's being produced and it can't be produced fast enough. And so in, insert GMO, like it's all such bullshit. You know, when you watch any documentary, when you talk about food and they're going to have someone at a dumpster and showing you how much food. Yeah. I, look, I'm trying to pull that yeah. F word back. <laughs> Food that's yeah. being thrown away, you know. I just, it just, it just, you know, that's the reason why I'm uber conscious around what I'm growing and what I'm consuming. And it's not like there's no one looking over my shoulder. No one, no one's going to see what I don't put in my compost because I'm afraid of mice and rats, right? No one's going to see that. But it's more of an integrity thing for me, right? It's just, it's, yeah. Well, you know, in last Android. February, last year, we all, you know, every the world got a glimpse into how fragile our food system mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. right? And yep. the, I mean, self-reliance is key. It, it, it's for a lot of reasons. It's not just because it's like, oh, you know, there's going to be another pandemic and we're all going to run out of food and, you know, da-da-da. It's not that at all. It's about relieving the system of the pressure Mm -hmm. that's needed Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's about knowing what it takes to provide it's about being you know in a somewhat control of what you do and i mean you know i know we always talk about like you know start a plant grow Mm -hmm. a tomato doesn't Mm -hmm. matter just grow something and i'm i I mean honestly like i say that for the show but in all honesty i'm like no fucking grow some food mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know get you a grocery store in the backyard and yeah. you know as long as you enjoy it like make it worth your while yeah. you know what i mean but even still like with one plant and you're getting the tomatoes you need you're relieving the system pressure off the system mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that way and they're still going to create gmos they're still going to do it they're probably and i mean you can find a list if you search i did not search one out because i don't like to look at it, of the list of what is waiting to be approved mm-hmm, or has been created mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But just know that it has crept into every part of your life. Yep. You know, you even if you eat completely organic produce and you don't eat organic meat, you're still getting it because the meat has been fed that. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's this vicious cycle. And it's important for people to realize that, like, y- you have a choice. You know, you can't buy genetically modified seeds for your garden. You cannot buy them. You cannot buy them. You cannot buy them. I don't care what they say. I don't care what seed it is. It is not possible unless you go to a farmer and you say, hey, let me get a couple of those seeds like 
you know, you can't do it. So at the time of this recording, said, next, <laughs> well, yeah, when, when people are listening that, to this 10 years from now, you know, I just want to make sure <laughs> they're pretty adamant about that. I think, cause it's been, you know, and now it's been about 20 years mm-hmm. and you still can't, that says a lot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that hasn't infiltrated the market. Mm-hmm. And based on what little bit of study group I have, you know, just seeing out there, there's a lot of people that are heirloom crazy. So, and you know, that's the other thing is like growing heirlooms or preserving those seeds, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, saving seeds, stuff like that. That's a great way to do it. But if you don't save your seed correctly, you're going to be cross pollinating, which means you're creating hybrids. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that, I don't know. I was going to say, so there is the anti, um, you know, non-organic. So there's the anti-conventional folks. There's the anti-GMO folks. There's the anti-hybrid folks. Like, and in some cases, they're all, there's one person that feels that strongly about all of those things. In other cases, it's to the point we made earlier. Um, you are charging and saying no GMO seeds, which you wouldn't get anyway. Um, but you have right. your, your, their practices that kind of, <laughs> are anti you know uh, uh natural growing right so i mean i think that i to be quite honest i care less about that gmo piece right because again we're not going to get it and i care more about that last bit that she said which we'll have to meet offline because that's what i really want to talk about right so it is the grow a tomato plant right like hey it's a nice hobby but it's also the awareness that a lot of people have come across in the last 12 months or so when it comes to how um fragile the food system is right um so i joke about it but there is literally some sincerity in there the i'm practicing and honing my skills for the post-apocalypse you're right i'm gonna have some value once we try we try to reestablish society um and and i'm not a doomsdayer by any means but i do believe that um in a really serious note there's an appreciation that you gain when it comes to food in general and not even what food does to the body not even that but availability when you begin to garden and it may not come to you immediately but if you stick with it long enough and then you're in the middle of a pandemic, especially, you know, those those things will start to connect for you. Um, and yeah. I get so ex- animated about it, I think, because there's a lot of it that there are other powers that be that influence it. But it's a lot of our doing as well. Um, so our right. as, you know, John Q and Jane Q, you know, so. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, the accusations about stuff being genetically modified too are are damaging mm-hmm. to people and you know it's like with with burpee i mean you know for them to have to write a, a letter and send out to everybody to kind of defend their stance is kind of pitiful you know what i mean or to the miami fruits people on um instagram like it's kind of shame a shame that every post you go to and it's like GMO, 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 and then they're not. You know, it's just it's sad to see that because what it really tells me is people don't understand what they're consuming. They they know just enough to be 
dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you need to understand. So for me, it's you know, one more layer too. It is the everyday John Q and Jane Q that quite literally villainizes another. So you got John yeah. Q villainizing Jane Q because she's deciding in her home and her garden she's going to throw a, uh, grow a particular thing. Um, purchase right. seeds from a company like Burpee, right? Um, not at all a sponsor, you know, but I just, I, I um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of minding of other people's yeah. business that happens, right? Well, and that's the other thing too. And, you know, and it's like you can go on anywhere and somebody, and it's like you said, the anti-GMO, mm-hmm. the anti-hybrid mm-hmm. people. And it's like, well, what the fuck are you not going to be anti about? You know, mm-hmm. everybody's anti something. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the world is anti about something, yeah. you know, yeah. be it something about your food, something about your life, something, you know, whatever everybody is. So, you know, it's like pick your battles. But at the same time, like if you're going to go out there and scream that stuff, you need to know what you're yep. talking about. Mm-hmm. Bring it back home. You need to know exactly what you're talking about. And you you need to not be an ass <laughs> and make yourself look like a fool mm-hmm. going out there because you're just spreading boo-boo information and it's and boo-boo turns a doo-doo. <laughs> and then you're just spreading it around and people don't get it, you know. And, 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 and it's the if I read it. If I go into a post and I'm a, and I'm uninformed, right? And we've all been uninformed about mm-hmm. many things and then we became informed. And there's a bunch of shit that I still don't know, right? But if I'm uninformed and I go into a post and I see comment after comment after comment, I'm influenced by that, right? Like there's still that part of, of me are. that's like, well, I mean, it must be true. I may not say it out loud and it may be unconscious, but it's now that's a company that I'm not, I'm not looking at their page or, you know, do I unfollow them? And that goes back to the part of not, not only are you hurting, you know, and you know, there's a, the amount I care about some businesses is a different question, but um, it's now you've misinformed me. Right. Um, and I think that right. some people are really doing it from a good place. Right. You know, um, and others, just like, you know, what did they say about an opinion? Just like assholes. Everybody mm, got everybody's one. got one. <laughs> yeah, that's the damn truth. So, I mean, it's, it's it's a tough call. You know what I mean? But it's it's really disheartening to see that. And it's, you know, know what you're growing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and and the problem is, is when you go and you see the seed packets that say non-GMO on them, it throws confusion in there. Yeah, it throws a it throws a monkey a you know a wrench in it, a monkey wrench in it. So, um, you know, and then you start thinking, well, that one says non-GMO, but this one doesn't, and this mm-hmm. one doesn't, you know. And it's like they have corn that you can buy that's treated to prevent something. It's still not GMO. Mm-hmm. But it's coded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, and then do you buy that? Do you not buy that? What do you want? You know what I mean? So it's and it's like if you plant that stuff, it's not like it's going to ruin yeah, you yeah, yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, so. And I mean, I, hybrids are designed for. Um, and let me let's not call it design. Let's use a different word. They have been bred. Mm-hmm. Okay. That still that for makes me uneasy, and I already know, right? <laughs> what that they've been bred? I think that the term "bred" makes me think, "Oh, but yeah, yeah." Go ahead. Yeah. So they they have been bred for disease resistance, mm-hmm. temperature tolerances, mm-hmm. heights. You know, you can say what you want, but when you go buy that little container variety, uh huh, uh huh, that's crossbred. 
You know, that little container variety is crossbred. Look at your dogs. Dogs are crossbred. All of them. All of them are crossbred. Yes, throughout the world. Mm-hmm. We're all crossbred. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like you go through and it's like, if you didn't want that, then you just have to grow only heirloom. Mm-hmm. And even heirlooms to an extent have been crossbred to an extent. But the definition of heirloom, and don't quote me on the date, I've said it before, I think it was like 1950. Mm-hmm. Any seed from before 1950 is heirloom. Every time you say that, I think 1951, then I think, does it really matter? We get the point. Um, but yeah. even with heirlooms... I, it might be 19... I think it is 1951, yeah. but I don't even know. Even with heirlooms, so. though, you run into that... Um, okay, so is this resistant to insert problem I have in my garden, right? So am I going to grow the hybrid that I'm going to have a better chance getting more fruit off of, or am I going to grow the heirloom that may struggle with, again, insert you know, plant bug or species that attacks that particular variety. Well, heirlooms are notoriously harder to grow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for that specific reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's the thing is, and then so it's exactly what are you comfortable with? Like, do you really want to fight something all the time? How important is it to you? Or are you, how important is it? You know, and is it a big deal? You know, is crossbreeding a big deal? No, because all it is, is if I have, you know, two heirloom Roma tomatoes Mm -hmm. and one of them grows up shorter than the other one and then I take the pollen from that one mix it with the other one and just do that over time I'm Mm crossbreeding that's all Mm -hmm. that is you know it's like oh this one's a little bit shorter let's do that you know so I was looking up that's my stance on it yeah I was looking up I see you over there looking something up yeah I don't I think I I left the catalog downstairs Um, I was looking through thumbing through a seed catalog this past weekend and I saw a tomato that was like the look of it which is uh, again it's the oh I'm interested in the look of that tomato and it was quite clearly Uh, described as a hybrid and it was a combination of green zebra and something else but it was a red tomato and I was like "Ooh, I want it right you know and it's like I'm I'm not anti-hybrid I'm fine with hybrids Um, and it's just again it's the you know the person wants what they want and in some cases you can toss out whatever those beliefs are again if it's something you really want and or it's more convenient Uh, so I don't know I mean it's I'm going to live to fight another day and I'm not going to fight hybrids. No. Well, let's talk about hybrids and stuff like that for a second. So heirlooms are great to grow for seed saving. Right. Agreed. Because they're going to grow. As long as you grow them correctly, they're going to produce like the parent plant did. Heirlooms may or may not produce like that. Right. So if you grow an air, an air um, hybrid, it may hybrid, be yeah. the same as the year or the mm-hmm. parent plant, or it may revert mm-hmm. to one of the others or some combination. Okay, a GMO seed is not viable. Okay. Okay. Does that? It makes sense. Yeah, you can't save it. You cannot save the seed. So that being said, do you want to eat something that is like that? I mean, again, I'm not going to buy GMO seeds, but no, I don't. Like, that's a hint. No, that's I'm like not a, saying buying GMO that's, seeds. That's a, that's a bread I, I'm like, at, 
like the, the store, like if you mm-hmm, go to the store, mm-hmm. you know, and you think about it, like, and, it, and I mean, it's different for everybody. So it's yeah, like, it's a insert from whatever sorts, you're passionate right? about. Like if you're trying to determine how yeah. you really do feel about it, because everyone doesn't have a firm stance on it. And that's fine, too. No. Um, I just think if you don't have a firm stance, let's not get to beating the drum, you know. Um, yeah. My family I, does not care about GMO stuff. You know, it's so funny. The, they, go ahead. They go don't ahead. care. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I literally, the name of it is I, all that time, those last 90 seconds I was scanning, the name of it is Red Zebra Tomato. Like, I was looking like, which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> so, so difficult. <laughs> so, wait, listen, listen how they describe it. A natural cross between Tom Wagner's Green Zebra and an unknown parent. And I'm still like, I want it. Like, <laughs> we don't even know who the mama is for this. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a hybrid, um, and I'm okay with yeah. that. You know, and hybrids are—I mean—they got some cool stuff to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a shame that sometimes a seed won't come back the way you want. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna save the seed." Yeah. And I've never really, I've never really tried it to say like, "Oh, yeah, it definitely didn't come back, or it did." I don't know. You know I some, think it can go either way. There's so. some bit of me that's intrigued by the idea of it could be something different, but I don't want. In this instance, so like the idea of this red zebra, maybe it's going to come back as the unknown parent. Like, I, I'm going to know what the Tom Wagner's green zebra looks like. But if it comes back as the unknown parent, oh, that's a positive surprise, right? Um, yeah. No? I think so. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's I think whatever that you want. I mean, there's a part of different. like the intrigue that now you feed into. And the pre- reason why I say I'm not anti and I'm not saying I'm pro, but the reason why I support and I am a fan of some of these hybrids, right? Like it's stretching nature, if you will. Um, and again, we already talked about how there's some things that naturally in <sighs> nature without human intervention cross pollinate. Um, so, so yeah. yeah. If, if there was a zucchini that was hybrid to not have a vine borer, I would grow the shit out of it. <laughs> like a natural resistance uh-huh, to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So inject that thing. And I'm not even, I'm not even so sold on what is natural and what isn't, you know, for the resistance and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't really get what that means, but I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. So as soon as you said, you know, that it's a hybrid that, you know, uh, is resistant to vine borers, I kind of thought to myself, that's some old lab shit, which again makes me think like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that becomes that unnatural thing. But it, where do you think these seeds are being cross pollinated? So. You know, it, it is what it is. I think that yeah. we can find, and this is such an important topic when you talk about food, right? Um, not even our food supply, you know, or, or not even our food chain, I should say. We're talking about food and how food is changing. Um, so while the conversation, like we're going to find out we're way ahead of our time or 20 years late when it comes to GMO talk, um, yeah. the, the idea is you got to kind of keep your eye on this kind of thing, I think, as a a citizen, if you will. Um, so yeah, you don't want to look up and something significantly changed. But listen. Yeah. and I'm, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to transition. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I was just say you have to you have to stay on top of it. And, you know, you've got to, the studies come out and, you know, if you see hear news articles and stuff, but you got to find a reputable source, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, don't just go to some 
random person. If you want some like hardcore facts that you know are right, mm-hmm. you know, if you want the correct stuff, you can't just go to some random person. You know, I mean, I go to the FDA. You can go to the non-GMO project. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's places to go mm-hmm. that are designed for this, other than like some random blog. Yeah. Because then you got to really start fact checking and stuff like that. So it's important to do that. Yeah, It's my hope that we achieve 70 to 80 percent fact and, you know, 20 to 30 percent feeling and opinion. Like this is the way I feel about it. Right. And and the unfortunate thing is I've come across some blogs where it's just it's it's the same thing with documentary documentary world like some of them are leaning and designed around that person's opinion and you know oh for sure facts are woven in but i'm not so sure i can think of about as as far as food nutrition and farming i can think of about 15 different documentaries right now that are all totally opinion based Mm -hmm. and all the information is given to to us the consumer Mm -hmm. the viewer to feed into the opinion yep. of the producer, director, mm-hmm. or writer. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, but you start to learn how to see that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You start to be like, all right, yeah. you know, when you start hearing absolutes and, you know, everything is demonizing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm, I'm completely against genetically modified foods mm-hmm. completely. But I also am open to the argument of like, there is, there could be a reason for them one day. If it if it I just don't know what if it's saving the world, then go ahead and give me the, the potato. World. It's not saving the banana. Yeah, potato. Like, okay, yeah, give the banana me yeah, goes, exactly, we'll just, exactly. You know, we'll go on to something else. But yeah, I mean, it'd have to be like life saving. So you know, but I, I'm I am against it, and that's why I do what I do, and that's why this show and everything that we produce ultimately stemmed from was that. So. Thank you, Monsanto. I was, thank you, I was looking up the seed vault. Pioneer. I'm sure you've seen the idea of the, we're going to run out of, all right, let's leave it as a teaser. By this year, there shall be no more seeds. Um, the seed vault yeah. in Norway, I think, and no, then there's that, one in the Arctic. Maybe, maybe. I was just looking it up here. There's yeah. a couple. All right. Are you hungry? Am I hungry? <laughs> Look. Batavia, you need to give us the recipe of the day. All right, good people. This is a favorite of mine, and it is my hope that at least one of you are going to love it because it may not be a fan favorite. Stick with me. And being just, you know, I'll let you know what you can go back on. So this is a breakfast okay. sandwich of sorts. And I don't say it as often because we don't talk about growing beans as often, but I'm a bean lover. Um, and what kind of bean? Bean. B-E-A-N. What kind of bean? Oh, uh, like all of them. But this recipe okay. is going to have pinto beans in it. Uh-huh. Um, you can sub in black beans but that's the last time I'll speak of them I'm fine with black beans but I prefer pinto beans so I've used this recipe as we're still in the new year new you because we're transitioning off a of new year new me but I've used this recipe uh, as a breakfast sandwich believe it or not when I've been trying to kind of capture how much I'm eating uh, it hits some taste buds it's fulfilling 
So we're starting off with one or two pieces, depending on kind of how much you're trying to consume, of just regular toast, you know, so it could be any type of bread you want. I generally would use some wheat bread. You're going to toast that bread, assuming you already have your other ingredients laid out. I've used, and I'm, I'm okay with using canned beans, um, very convenient for when you're cooking for one or two. So open up a can of beans, um, pinto beans, rinse them off. Um, you're probably going to use about a third of the cup. So maybe a third cup of beans. Yeah, that's about right. Um, you're going to put them in a bowl and it's you don't have to cook them. They're already cooked. You don't need to heat them up and mash them. All right. So you're going to take that mashed bean and you're going to spread it. Think hummus, right? You're going to spread it on top of that toast. So this is where you get to have some fun. If you want, and you're not doing this for kind of the nutrition, weight loss purposes, you can drizzle a little bit of oil on it. But if this is something that you're watching, I'd leave the oil out. I've topped this with um, uh, kimchi, right? I've topped it with a bit of avocado. Um, we're in winter, so if we're going seasonal, maybe not tomatoes, but if you happen to have them there, a slice of tomato. Um, I've topped it, and this is still, we're talking about the same sandwich. I've topped it with um, some peppers, some hot peppers. Um, so if you have that combination, I use it as open face. So if I do two pieces of bread, I'm actually making two sandwiches. Normally I would just go with one because when you start to add those calories together, it's pretty good for a breakfast meal or a snack. And I don't have a name for it. I kind of just stumbled across it and you know, you're trying to expand your breakfast palate. Um, but it's the pinto bean sandwich plus. Doesn't sound appetizing, but it's so good. That's what I got. Batavia's heard. pinto spread. Yeah, there it is. Breakfast pinto spread. There it is. You can even throw, I've not yeah, done it, but dude, you can throw a little bit of salsa on there if you want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, pinto beans or not, but just beans in general, they're slippery slope when you're watching calories. Though. Yeah. I mean, it is. There's some carbs in the bread. There's carbs in the beans. Right. Yeah. So that's when I started off. I don't normally go that specific, like a third a cup. I think it's probably a fourth cup is actually the serving size. Um, and for me, yeah. that's why I would only go with one slice of bread um, because it's. It may not be filling if you're just starting to watch <laughs> calories and watch your weight, because I mean. It really doesn't feel like much, but once you get a week or two in it, it's filling. So, yeah, I haven't made it uh, this year. You know yet. what? Thank you for saying that part. Thank yeah, you. You're Thank welcome. Because you. I get so pissed when I look up something like it's so filling. I'm like bullshit. Mm-mm. That ain't there. Ain't nothing filling about Mm-mm. this. Not a bit. You know, I'm a fan of um. I'm a fan of open face sandwiches mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're messy. Because for the simple reason, if they are mm-hmm. messy, but if you make two then you're really having two sandwiches that would have been one. So that's why I'm a big fan. I'm not that big with bread until I am like, I don't eat a lot of bread until I do. Um, And that's again, another reason why one piece would be fine. But for something that is, you know, kind of not as dense as the pinto beans, obviously, if this was a complete veggie, like fresh raw veggie uh, sandwich, then you could totally do, I think the two pieces of bread. Cause what is it? Two slices of bread. is like freaking 150 calories. Again, I'm not counting Depends calories now, but I have in the past. Depends on what kind of bread you eat. Uh, so minimum, right? You know. Oof. Anyway. 
Yeah, I like that Ezekiel bread. Oh, uh, do you? We used to eat that a lot. Yeah, I haven't. I've seen it in yeah. stores, and I've been tempted. Um, it's good for stuff like this. Yeah, the texture. But it's not good for a regular sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't eat like a peanut butter and jelly with mm-hmm. it or any kind of other sandwich, but it's yeah. it's it's a good bread. Yeah. So, the fact that it has to be frozen is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's always non-GMO. always living. Yeah. So I do want to cover so, off on one housekeeping item before we go. Do it, do it, do it. What is it? What is it? Yeah. So it is. If you haven't planned your garden and identify what you're growing and you haven't bought your seeds already, do it now. Um, we're starting to see, and thanks for the note, brother. Um, we're starting to see <laughs> messages from popular seed companies saying they're again, you know, receiving an influx of seed orders. Hey, yay for the growers, you know, for the gardeners. Uh, but they're receiving an influx of orders and they are backed up in some cases, you know, from order to delivery two weeks in other cases as much as a month and this is just what we're hearing and seeing now um so if you need get your orders in um if you um have gardener friends that you can exchange seeds with you know that's an option you know if you have smaller companies that are um selling seeds that maybe aren't as known they may not be experiencing the influx and then obviously as we talked about i don't remember in which episode but uh there's still opportunities where a lot of stores still have them if you're traveling out yeah and just because they're in a store don't freak out you know, I know that some of these seed companies and, you know, some seed companies and certain ones have beautiful mm-hmm. seed packets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous. But when it comes down to it, I'm going to rip the top off of it and stick the seed <laughs> in the ground and look back. So let's, yeah. you know, yeah. don't freak out. You know, go to, if you need to get a seed, go to the store. It's okay. Yeah. They're non-GMO. Yeah, there you go. They are non-GMO. I actually they, prefer. Okay. I prefer to do uh, grocery shopping and seed shopping um, in person, and I can do most everything else online. Well, I really shouldn't try on. Yeah. I have to try on shoes when I buy them. But I say that to say, like, it's a you know, I'm just a sap when it comes to that. I love grocery sh- shopping. I love it. I know people that absolutely hate it. I love it. Um, I wonder if I could do that for a living. Are people grocery shopping for other people? Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but are. no, I love grocery shopping, uh, and that's probably a reason why. Unless there's some health issue. I can never like pay someone to shop for me because I want to look and touch and, and pick my produce. But I also love like going and looking at all of the seeds. That's also why I end up getting maybe one or two packages more than I need sometimes. Um, I've bought a lot yeah, of seeds. I on, just went and got all my flowers. Did you? I went and bought a lot of seeds online. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've bought a lot of seeds online in, in these past couple of years, but I really would prefer if you know I could buy them all at the store. Brick and mortar, baby. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, it's um. I just bought all mine in the um, brick and mortar. You know, I, I do a combination. Me too. I order, I buy in person, mm-hmm. but I will, I will buy all my seeds in a store so fast it'll make mm-hmm. your head spin for the whole mm-hmm. year. Like it doesn't matter yeah. to me. And quite frankly, it's a hell of a lot easier yep. sometimes. But you know, I like to spread the love a little bit. I like to, I like to go with different companies. You know, I've done 
a lot of companies at this yeah. point. So. The only reason why I don't buy them all in person is just because, again, it's variety. And then once you get to the point yeah. of things you want to grow aren't in the stores, then that's when I start spreading the love around, spreading the dollar around. So, yeah. Yep. Exactly. And that's my housekeeping item. Well, good. And mine is uh, leave us a review. Please, please, please. It helps us. Um, you know, we love you guys. We hope that you got a lot out of this. Hope we didn't ruffle too many feathers. Um, you know, educate yourself about genetically modified. Educate yourself about the word organic. And what does it mean mm-hmm. to you? I think that's the important part. And um, just know, no matter what, the Backyard Gardens crew is always here to support you and your growing needs. Because we want to learn to grow and grow for change. And until next time. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening, then you can follow us on Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. We love seeing what you guys are doing. So use hashtag BYG podcast in your posts and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community. And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. And you can see us at our website at BackyardGardensTV.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow from change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.